You are listening to Making It in the Toy Industry, episode number 209. How did you first find the toy industry? I, I found you. I was in my house, in my kitchen, spinning my wheels, and I was Googling, and I was like, gosh, I have no idea what I'm doing. If only, if only there was some kind of like toy advisor or toy <laughs> expert or toy, toy coach. Welcome to Making It in the Toy Industry, a podcast for inventors, entrepreneurs, and makers like you. If you have a toy or a game idea, but you're not sure what to do next, you're in the right place. Tune in every week to learn all about how you can navigate the toy industry just like the pros. Well, hey there, toy people. Ajel Wade here, and welcome back to part two of my interview with Ehi Oviasu Khan. As promised, today's podcast is going to dive into a little bit of her work with women in toys, licensing, and entertainment. But first, to kick things off, we have Ehi's answer to the question of what surprised her the most about the toy industry. You've waited long enough. Let's dive right into the rest of this interview. Ehi, you've made a lot of progress in the toy industry in the short time that you've been here. You've learned a lot. I know when we first met, you were not into this industry and now you are embedded. You are a mainstay. (laughs) So I, I would love for you to finish this sentence for me. The thing that surprised me most about the toy industry was how warm everybody is. Oh, how warm everyone is. I mean, I, I, I have to tell people, I mean, that's, that has been my experience and I consider myself very lucky. And I think it has to do with the fact that so many people come into toys, at least the people I have met come into toys, having done so many different things, yeah. just because there's like two toy design programs in America, first of all. So if you work in this business- <laughs> I've heard there's more now. I've heard there's, there's more. more. Yes. Yeah, yes. There, yeah, there's, yeah. More. there's more coming, but you know, for most of our lives, it's yeah. not been the case. So people have done lots of different things and almost everybody here has elected and worked very hard to work in this industry. And it just, I think it just changes your perspective. So when you are networking, when you are reaching out, when you just have questions, people are warm and honest and supportive and encouraging. And that's just really, again, it's, it it just, it's like the wind at your back, helping you, helping push yourself forward, helping you think about more of what you want to do. How did you first find the toy industry? I, I found you. I was in my house, in my kitchen, spinning my wheels with my calculator saying like, okay, I have a vague idea because I was going to manufacture my product myself. That was always right. my goal. I just, I'll just do it myself because I love yeah. to do things myself. Yeah. And, but then I'm like, well, no, seriously, how, how am I going to do this? And I got out this calculator <laughs> and I was Googling and I was like looking at manufacturers and I was like, gosh, I have no idea what I'm doing. If only, if only there was some kind of like toy advisor or toy <laughs> expert or toy coach and I googled it <laughs> and your name popped up and what did I, what did I say when I first talked to you like you said I had like, really good SEO or something you do it was perfect <laughs> like, it was like I'm so glad like you are the your trademark registered trademark the toy coach because it like it <laughs> was not an easy trademark else. to get like, you know all roads lead to it so basically yes I found you and you're like let me tell you something about yeah. manufacturing versus licensing I'm like, and what oh. when did you discover wit there's there's this organization called women in toys you've got to join the gut empowerment day and i was like okay got my little credit card out (laughs) i bought a membership 
like hopped on the Zoom. I think I was wearing the sweater, you know. <laughs> Full circle <laughs> like, moment. And I just like, like a big smile on my face. I was like, and I was, and it's just and, like, I had, and it's the kind of thing, it was like the perfect time of my life where I was like not, I was nervous, but not too nervous. Yeah. And it was just like, I was very much in a like, I'm just thrilled to be here kind of mood. So exciting I, and cool. I always feel weird when people join TCA and then I have to tell them to do something that's like join something else. Cause I'm going to be real with you. I'm gra- glad you're here, but I see your goals. And I also think you should be here as well. well, <laughs> just, well I'm glad you did because you're yeah. a WIT member. And, I, and I'm, again, I, I am the chairwoman of WIT, but I was yes. used, used to not be the chairwoman of WIT. I used to not be a member of WIT. So I can yeah. say this from both sides of that equation. Yeah. With your WIT membership is, is enormously valuable. Why? You get part of this, get to be part of this enormous, wonderful, supportive community of women in toys who, again, come from all walks of life mm-hmm. and are always ready to offer advice. And, you know, those ex- exclusive mentorship opportunities, both formally through the Ruth yeah. Handler Mentorship Program and informally. We have ongoing educational series throughout the year when we're going to be expanding into several areas, including IP, multiple opportunities for small business mentorship, both again, formally and informally. We have this ongoing roundtable with Amazon who they have like, their black business accelerator program. It's right. And they, they really put their money where their mouth is in terms of providing that vital education. We have empowerment day, obviously, where you get to do a face-to-face sit down rapid pitch competition with, you know, direct access to toy companies, yeah. which by the yeah. way, you know, submitting online, much better to do this in person. Wonder Woman Awards, Wonder Woman every year. I mean, the list goes on and on, but fundamentally you get access to this, like, you know, a, a thousand years of collective exp- toy experience and professional expertise by, by the time you add it all together. You know, that's that's really special. So please join if you are listening and you have not joined. When I first joined WIT and I was so excited to be a part of it, when I joined anything, I just mm-hmm. get really into it. So I read all the paperwork and I was like, I'm going to be chapter chair. I was like, yeah. I'm like, I was so excited. But I did have a hard time connecting with people. And it wasn't until I built the platform I have today that Mm -hmm. I caught the eye of some people in WIT and then they Mm -hmm. reached out to me. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited that you reached out to me because I didn't know who to reach out to. I didn't know who to talk to. How do you advise somebody who maybe joined WIT but doesn't know how to make the most of their membership? How do you make that first outreach? Is it that you just go to the member directory and email someone? Is it that you go to a virtual event? Is that you go to an in-person event? How many times should I try to see if I can make a friend before I give up? What advice would you give there? I say try all of the above. And we're also, we're, we're really, most members I know are very active on LinkedIn. Like we're, we really you know, use LinkedIn for its intended purpose. It's very yeah. much a social professional networking website. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a, if you have a lead on somebody who's in the WIT directory, you know, if they're cold emailing, that's a different story. I always yeah. advise that because you never get if you don't ask. Right. Um, your chapter chairs are a great resource. And also we have committees where those are some of our most dedicated members devote their time to particular interests. So if you yes. are particularly interested in something, if you're a young professional and you want more mentorship, if you have questions about membership, you have questions about programming, questions about scholarship, reach out to a committee member because those people have a direct channel to the board. And of course the board you know, is composed of people who have deep ties within the industry. So the people mm-hmm. are there. It's just a question of figuring out exactly who to target. I mean, we do have you know over 5,000 members. So there's going to be people there who are more or less responsive, but there are plenty of people who will be very happy to talk to you. For somebody listening, how can they get involved with WIT today? Okay. Well, I think the, you, you can... First, first step is, you know, sign up for a membership. Womenintoys.com, you know, hit login or register, sign up for a membership. If you are an employee at a large company, you might actually have one. 
we, we do do corporate memberships. If oh. you think your company would be interested in a corporate membership, you do get certain benefits when your when your business does sign up and buys a membership for its community. We can mm-hmm. partner on lots of special activities, a special exclusive giveaways and programming of that nature. So, you know, please be in touch about that. But the first step is really to become a member. And once you're a member, you'll get clued into our newsletter, Wit Insider, and our socials and find out about discrete events that happen throughout the year that you can participate in and, you know, just observe. If you want to just take a webinar and listen, if you want to go to an in-person event, that's, there's just there are like many options in between in-person and virtual. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to just reach out to someone and get a coffee, you know, mm-hmm. if you were in an urban center that has a local chapter, they're often doing things. A lot of chapters are very, very active. You can always pull a member aside, maybe you do an office visit mm-hmm. and just hash it out. Talk about your experience in the toy business and get to know someone. Most people are really, really interested in getting to know more of their peers within this business. And that's that's something I really urge people to take advantage of. If someone's listening and they're not sure if their company has a WIT membership, how, how can they find out if their company has a membership available I think, to them? I think you should try to speak to HR first and foremost, or you can simply just, you know, write info at Women in Toys and ask, you know, mm-hmm. I'm at, you know, if you're at a large, if you're at a large toy company, chances are you might. And if you don't, Please yeah. get that process started. We're always happy to work right. with you. We can, you know, that's that's part of packages we do for for companies, large and small. I'll add, just just join. I want you to ask me what my favorite of wit part of wit is. Oh well, what <laughs> is your favorite part of wit? It's the Wonder Woman Awards. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, just think it's so fabulous. Even it when I'm not nominated, I just love it. The energy there is so positive. It's all women supporting women. The last mm-hmm. one I went to, I don't know what her name was. I think she works for Mattel. All of her colleagues were saying these wonderful things. I was crying. Like there, it was beautiful. Ooh. I really love the Wonder Woman Awards dinner. It, it's one of those things that reminds you to be happy for everybody. It makes you feel like their win is your win. And when you're nominated, the butterflies, oh my gosh, it's just fun and also terrifying. And there's always famous people there. Like they always get, like, I think Stephanie McMahon was there one year. I went, I love the Wonder Woman Awards. I think it's so cool. It's my first Wonder Woman Awards was actually the one we had in October of 2023. And uh-huh. it's, you're right. There's nothing like the energy in that room. Nothing. There's something very different. You know, we're not competing against each other. We're just, we're all taking a chance to celebrate each other, uplift each other and note the, note the special contributions we've made. This year, we actually have a really fun opportunity to do Wonder Woman everywhere because the Wonder Woman Awards are traditionally tied to Toy Fair. And as mm-hmm. we know, there's no Toy Fair in 2024. But we are taking an opportunity at the end of August through September, and I think up to the beginning of October, to celebrate Wonder Women everywhere. And that is to mingle with your local superstar, you know, rub shoulders with your local hero. You know, the, the, the people in your community and these sort of these local chapters, you've got Seattle, New York, South Florida, Los Angeles. Uh-huh. There's some of our more active centers and recognize the people there and their contributions. And it'll be like just a, a really fun cocktail party where we'll get to, you know, we're not going to give an award. There will be nominations for Wonder Woman Awards 2025. But this, you know... The one thing that is really incredible about this community is just how, like, for every incredible person whose story you hear, who wins a Wonder Woman yeah. award, there is a legion of talented and devoted mm-hmm. women behind her. So we mm-hmm. wanted to take a chance to underscore, celebrate, and highlight their contributions, tell their stories, uplift yeah. that narrative at a local level, and this way we all get to celebrate in the wins. Here. Is this virtually, or you're saying it's going to no, be a cocktail hour? These are, these are, are they going to be close together in dates, or are they going to be spread out so you, someone could go to all four? 
I think about a, a week, a beat of a week. Okay. A week to 10 days between. We don't have the, the calendar set yet. We'll stay up to date with the Wonder Woman Awards. Just go to womenintoys.com. Go to the awards at the very top. Click on Wonder Woman Awards. I am so excited to see this new Wonder Woman format for 2024. 2024 mm-hmm. is definitely the year of change. Change and opportunity for change yeah. and really leaning into the winds of change. I think mm-hmm. that you're going to see with time, you know, as wit expands to reach out to, you know, making deeper ties in the gaming industry, both tabletop and video games. We have some very exciting conversations upcoming in that arena, embracing those communities and all that, all the they have ushered in, particularly when you talk about video games and licensing, how that has kind of gone back and forth and how that informs certain trends within the, within the business. Just you know, watching the evolution is pretty fascinating. I won't say more. I don't want to give away that conversation, but that is, that is definitely coming down the pipeline. So let's dive into our closing questions. Now we're, we're reshifting our focus back to you. Oh, okay. Love women and toys, but this is your moment. <laughs> so you. you personally, what are you hoping to achieve one year from now? I would love, and I don't know how realistic this is, but I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to manifest it. Okay. I would love to have something I made on a store shelf somewhere. That would just, yeah. I'd be over the moon. I would be so happy. And what piece of advice do you wish that more people knew about inventing their own toys? That you've probably already done it, frankly. You've probably already made your own toy, your own shortcut, and you don't even think about it because it's just an innate skill that you have. You know, if you're, like I've said, if you are worried about your design competency, don't, you can practice. If you're worried about your engineering capacity, you can practice, you can hire, you know, in both directions that applies. But the drive to create something new and useful, you've always had that. You just need to learn how to cultivate it. Love it. Can you give us an idea, even maybe in category, a little teaser of what kind of inventions you currently have under your belt in case there's a company listening that is looking for something in that arena. And then again, reiterate how they can just reach out to you to invite you to pitch. I've got a few. I've got a really interesting doll idea. I won't say much more, but it has to do with how little girls like to change up their appearances. That's that's that. I've got a, you know, it's construction meets accessories idea, which I can share more about, but it's the putting the like a glam face on building and things you can wear and have fun with. Let's say more than that. I just got a brainwave during the session about a, like an early developmental babies touching surfaces program. I mean, you can see a sort of a preview on my website with the yeah. tummy time mat, but yeah. that idea can be expanded into wood, plastics in some cases, and certainly plush. I do have, I have plenty of that in the workshop under the hood, ready to go. The first idea the doll and then the building STEM inspired concept mm-hmm. Are those both patentable ideas, just to be clear? Yes, yes, they are. Fantastic. And where could people reach out to you if they want to invite you to pitch either one of those ideas? I'm available at ehi at littleartdesign.com. I check that pretty frequently. If you want to check out the website, littleartdesign.com has a a contact form if you want to see just sort of more context about me. But ehi at littleartdesign.com. Please get in touch. I'd love to talk. Fantastic. And my final question for you today, ehi, is my favorite question. What toy or game blew your mind as a kid? Oh, the Super Soaker. <laughs> really? <laughs> so you were a troublemaker. Because the toys I loved, right? There's toys I loved. And I was actually just, because my daughter's, she's she, we're into the Barbie years. We've just started the Barbie. Oh, doll okay. Clothes. And like, she and I were playing with Barbie yesterday. And she's like, mommy, let's put on this clothes and let's do this outfit. And it just took me back. And I was so happy. That wall, you know, remembering that wall of pink when you go to Toys R Us, right? Yeah. I love that toy. But the question was, 
blew me away. The yeah. super soaker. First of all, who knew a water gun could do something like that? It's like a WMD you get to play with. Like who wouldn't, right? Like what seven-year-old isn't like over the moon about an idea? Like that just, I'm so sorry. Like Lonnie Johnson now and forever, my favorite American hero. Just, just, just cause, please. Right? <laughs> it, it was, and it was also like, like four feet long and you weigh like 70 pounds and it's got like two soda liter bottles full of water on it. And like, I was, honestly, I was like, mom know that I have, oh my know that we have access to this thing? Oh my gosh. Awesome. So <laughs> that, that's the answer to that question. When's the last time you played with a super soaker? Oh my God, like 1994, I think. I've got to encourage you maybe to buy one off of eBay because recently I went and touched a Polly Pocket and my whole life changed. Like I I like was sent back to like seven years old. I got emotional. It no. was a whole thing. So I've got to push you to go get your hands on a super soaker. I'm going to. Every once in a while, I remember I'm an adult with my own money and I can just Yeah, buy. right. Yeah. <laughs> Pick up the one that you remember playing with as a kid and just remember. And that, oh, okay. I bet you will inspire you so much more, even in your toy journey. I think I think you're right. I think that's great yeah. advice. Everyone should go do that. Everyone who's creating yeah. something now, just think back to your favorite toy as a kid and go get it. it. And just the memories come flooding back. Great yes. idea. Yeah. Oh, hey, it was a pleasure. This was an amazing two-part episode. I'm so happy to have you on the show. And for my listeners and viewers on YouTube, as always, thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I know that your time is valuable and that there are a ton of podcasts out there. So it truly means the world to me that you keep tuning into this one. Until next week, I'll see you later, toy people. listening to making it of the toy industry with Jell Wade head over to the toycoach.com for more information tips and advice Are you an aspiring toy inventor or toy entrepreneur? Then you should check out Toy Creators Academy, the first of its kind online program designed to help you develop and pitch your toy ideas. Head over to toycreatorsacademy.com to learn more.